This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery, like McKenna, brings a top-tier lineup. With Leaf Davis S Delivery right to your door, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too, so that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And welcome to the preview show slash emergency special podcast. Uh, joining me tonight is the brilliant Harry from Bath and Ipswich Town aficionado David Diamond. I'm your host, Rich Woodward. And guys, we're back again. <laughs> Our agenda for the preview show, Harry, slightly changed. Dave, great to see you, but probably we'd maybe hoping we weren't having this chat so quickly. Guys, I'm, I'm honoured to be able to crash. I consider this crashing your preview show, so I'm honoured. Believe me, I'm honoured. Um, and I'll tell you what I like about tonight, because obviously the only other pod I do is the, obviously I do the flagship more than often, and then I do the history show with, with, um, with Stat, as you know. And it's quite nice to do a pod like this without having the spectre of two little ducks hanging over me. And also no. with the great Harry there after no. his performance against Farah, honestly. <laughs> Death or glory. <laughs> I was going to ask you to compare Mick's last team and her first team, but never mind. We won't do that. <laughs> oh, mate. Look, you know, um, oh, I said to you earlier, just before we came on air, that um, it, seemed, it doesn't seem five minutes ago that I was sitting here you know, with Ben doing the one um, end of March it was when McCarthy left. Um, yeah. Little, little did I think so soon. Well, who could think that, for goodness sake? Yeah. Well, let's. Um, we've, <laughs> unsurprisingly, thousands of questions on Twitter. Um, so I'm going to make an upfront apology early doors that if we don't read your question out, it's purely because I couldn't find it and maybe I've accidentally skipped through it. But thank you for all of those. Um, we'll take a step back 24 hours, almost 24 hours. Um, Harry and I met up with a few of the other um, Ipswich Town Twitterati to watch Leeds last night. And I, I guess there was a bit of a mixed bag of, <laughs> of reaction oh. to that. I've, I've written down here, the mood before the game at the pub was like a dentist's waiting room. It was <laughs> I've never a been bit. so apprehensive before going into a game. I just thought, God, we could, were we going to get pumped or were we going to get battered? It was going to be one or the other. And uh, I, I was absolutely, I just had that awful jewel-esque knot in my stomach heading up to the game. Jewel-esque. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which proved to be the case, right? <laughs> yeah, it did. Mm. I mean... I we've had a quick debate before we started the pod. I thought we weren't as bad as QPR, though I suspect the the QPR bar was so low 
Um, but point. I guess the, the big kind of high, the headlines from last night was Bart back in goal, Nudson back at left back, Spencer right back rather oh. than Danassian. Oh. Eden comes in. I mean, there's Joe's favourite thing to tweet was the the team's been named by lottery machine Guinevere and set of balls number three. But there was a bit of that last night. I wasn't mean, we, we we had this conversation again before we came on air. I thought we were absolutely pig awful last night however i do i do sort of can appreciate that maybe we did look slightly more if we could balanced because yes we had a right back ish playing at right back yes we had a left back playing at left back and yes we had penny in at center half and instead of nciala who let's face it did have a bit of a mare against um against mm-hmm. qpr but uh, we were awful we were yeah. really poor and i'm not convinced leeds really got out of um got out of second gear really yeah. i mean yeah. did you go harry did you both i know you were at swansea harry i mean what was the yeah. difference uh, what was the difference between <laughs> here we go between swansea and leeds which is swansea so much more open is that it really yeah I think swansea totally are... gung, almost gung-ho yeah swansea underestimated us i think they really did i we, we said rich and i talked about this i don't think um, Potter had watched the Swansea manager had watched the second half of the Borough game and seen that we'd actually come up with something that might yeah. unlock a defence. But the, the, I would say the Leeds game, possibly because there were a lot more experienced players in it, at least it had a shape, it had a personality. The, but the the lack of quality in comparison to Bielsa. I mean, look at. The, I mean, will they put it this way? This time last year, we were exactly on a par. We'll come on to this when we, when we get on to Hurst. We were on exactly the same points as Leeds 12 months ago. Now it's unfair to compare Hurst and Bielsa. Bielsa, virtually all bar one of those players, Harrison was the only newcomer. Ten of those players were at Leeds 12 months ago. And well, Peter and Peacock Farrell, the keeper, was the only other rookie in the team. Yeah, that yeah. that's how you evolve a team. You take what you've got, you take it forward incrementally, you bring in a couple of players at a time. This is what Millwall have done on Saturday. You do that. Yeah. You don't. You, and and but Hurst was reduced to just finding what experienced players he had, just to get them all into the team to give it uh, some yeah. sort of a shape. Yeah, you, Harry, uh, you're, you're spot maybe on. I'm wrong. And, and, you know, it wasn't right. Hurst's fault that we lost Waghorn, that we lost Garner, that we lost McGoldrick. They all wanted to go. It wasn't hearst fault you're spot on there you're spot on there and and uh, you know i think take those players and selena to a degree all right he wasn't our player but take those players i'm sorry out of any out of any team in the championship and you're going to see a massive difference and we've yeah. all said it's just a massive massive gaping great hole isn't it a 40 yeah. goal hole yeah, <laughs> you know. And, and yeah. as soon as the, the the first goal went in last night, I think there was all yeah. a, a collective sense of game over, um, and um, quite prescient. The texts on the on the Blue Monday WhatsApp group and Twitter, uh, the noise started to to, to yeah. gather I mean, pace that stuff was going to happen can't outside. Us. I mean, at least on Saturday, to a degree, we were okay. QPR perhaps let us do it. Perhaps wasn't pressing quite so high, you know, to know that. But you know, we were passing the ball around at the back and we were keeping a bit of a zip. Last night, we couldn't even keep the ball at the back. You know, yeah, we, yeah. I didn't count one passage of play. I don't think of more than three or four pass completion, three or four passes at most. Mm. We had a cut. Oh, yes. There was a couple where it was slightly more than three days. But yeah, you're right. There well, wasn't, there wasn't I'll much. tell you what, not there many, not many. Uh, it, you know, it yeah. was tough. It was a tough watch last night. Maybe because yeah. it was a tough one. 
Um, I've, I've, I've written down here at 60 minutes. This, I make notes during the game. We're pressed. We're being pressed back deeper and deeper. We could. We were being pressed on the edge of our own penalty area. That yeah. was how. That, that was what they were doing. They weren't doing yeah. it consistently, but every so often they just suddenly turn up the gas. I wrote down a phrase here that they, it was like a dark tango. Is how I can only describe it in the second half, where they would start to ramp up the pressure. They were suddenly. It was almost like they were just whir, whir, whipping themselves up into a frenzy, gathering tempo, and then suddenly you found yourself having. Con- something like six corners in the space of four minutes yeah. we were just absolutely being pummeled and the second goal I mean oh, okay on unmarked unmarked center back but but given what they were going through you know it was it was a if that had, if it hadn't been then it would have come some other way it would have yeah, yeah. I mean in a short corner to just completely yeah. switch off for the short corner yeah. well guys yeah, we're going to go through know, this I mean, in a bit I more mean, detail one positive, I don't know about you guys a couple of positives if you could take anything from last night one bar who I think we all agree yeah, bit of a shaky start-ish. I think they were sort of dissing him a bit on the well, the guy the guy who commentates on Sky on the red buttons, complete idiot. But a bit he got a bit of stick from him. But I thought Bart uh-huh. was sort of second half he was up to it, wasn't he? Yeah. Bart was he back. Yeah. And I like to see Pennington at centre back. I didn't think Pennington had a bad game at centre back. Mm. He's a good player, isn't he? You know. Yeah. Um. You know, another Everton player like Connolly last year, good steady pro. Um. Yeah. He's, he's going to make a going to make a living out of the game is a good you know play a good standard um yeah. whether it be premier i don't know but be a good championship player be a nice player to sign yeah not unlikely but but these mistakes mm-hmm. these trends that we saw last night have, have been we've been seeing them for the last few weeks if not you know since august so it seems as good a time as any guys to maybe uh, let's analyze what went wrong for mr hurst um i've kind of got a bit of a, a timeline it's important yeah. to start at the beginning and maybe talk about the previous manager who is now the previous previous manager um <laughs> and 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 maybe start to put a jigsaw together of all the bits and pieces that have gone wrong because the timing at the start dave wasn't particularly good mick's kind of departure dragged on a little bit and hurst did. didn't come in until halfway did. through there was speculation June. to be fair to hurst he was in and to be fair to hurst and to be fair to evans obviously hurst was the one and we all understand. I, I assume he wanted from the start. I assume when, once the interview process took place, mm-hmm. um, and Shrewsbury was still caught up in the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. Um, mm. So from that point of view, you've got to respect. You know, you've got to respect that he wasn't. You know, and that takes us to the end of and well, end of May. Yeah. So I think then then did he not go on holiday? So two weeks was, for holiday. Yeah. So like 145 mm-hmm. days he was in charge. So it was that middle of June, something like that, and yep. just just yep. on the World Cup, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. I think we did. I think you guys perhaps did a World Cup pod and, and it was announced yeah. then um mm-hmm. yeah and and you know I, I like everybody else i saw you two guys are the same yes young up and coming hungry hungry manager yep all for that yep yeah and oh, the kind of gamble that we've been asking for as well yeah sorry and the kind of gamble that we were hoping that evans might Absolutely. go for without Absolutely. the kind of hindsight of what's to come um harry any any kind of thoughts or observations on the kind of i want don't want to call it the mick hangover but i'm going to call it the mick hangover um and the kind of obstacles that Hurst had with such a big presence like Mick McCarthy leaving the club and potentially how it's run with Evans kind of leaving the manager to get on with things. Maybe some of the thoughts that yeah. previous clubs have had when Mick's left. It's the pattern. This has come up um, where Mick has left. They say every time he leaves, the, the, it's, the most obvious example was at Wolves when Saul Backen came in. Now, Saul Backen was the most un-Mick manager ever. He was kind of circle time and consensus building, whereas Mick was old school. This is how you're doing it. This is how you're doing it. Kind of, it was a very different model. Now, I don't know whether you could draw a parallel, but um, 
there was that, that there was a concern that you know that Mick was so set in his ways of doing things that a manager would have to very quickly unpick that. But that said, there were so many players who left. The you know the squad was so fundamentally reshaped that you know it, that, that that I don't think that was such I don't think that was such an issue in hindsight. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong, Dave. You or Richard no, might I think, disagree. I think you're right to an extent there, Harry. Yeah. What, what I get my take on it is he never what and I've said this before on the pod. What you had with Mick is a very big them and us. And he built that. that mm. In the end, that was probably his undoing, to be yeah. fair. You know, yeah. to, you know, look at the Norwich, yeah. what happened at Norwich and things like that. And I never got that impression, everyone, from day one, with hindsight now looking back, you never really got, well, look at the Exeter game. That was game two, wasn't it? Second game of yeah. the season. You never really got that impression that everything was well. Um, yeah. but, and you hear little bits about his number, about Doig and his number two. You never really got that impression that there was a happy... Um, it was a happy camp, let alone before they even got out on the park. Mm. He, I think as well, the scope of responsibility, Evans gives his manager total control over the whole football brief. And I think yeah. for an un... I, I've written down, uh, to me, Hurst is a brilliant lower league manager. That's right. his hinterland. That's his world. That's what he knows. Good. So suddenly, the step up, given that scope of responsibility, layer in on top of that then, a, a group of experienced, proven players with yeah. track records yeah. who need managing in a different way to lower league players who are still who are a little bit less perfect and who haven't achieved so much. Um, and uh, yeah, I think... I'm not blaming Hurst for underestimating the scale of the job, but the, to me there was a mismatch between what Hurst was being asked to do yeah. in hindsight and what he was capable of doing. He, he ticked lots of boxes, but it's one... He, and Hurst betrayed himself. I know it, it came up in a couple of interviews where he said there wasn't a big difference between League One and Championship. Mm. I am sorry. Go. That, absolutely. That, Go. That, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely... It's a, um, don't you yeah. think that's a good point, Harry? Don't you think that I know it's it's never been the Ipswich way and a very un-Ipswich way, but don't you think that would have been the time then to bring a director of football? Yeah, I I, yeah. I think so. I think it would have it would have it it it, it wouldn't have done any harm in hindsight. Who I don't know. Who yeah. you know people yeah. have said Burley and people maybe someone like that maybe someone like Burley you know who understands the club or right, he's been at a football a while but you know mm. you hear him speak and he's still very much in in touch with the club and I heard him speak a little some yeah. I heard something from him a little while ago I think it was on Mark yeah. Murphy's show Life's a Pitch where he Mark said oh would you when Mick was all the speculation would you take the job no 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 you know no I wouldn't go back to full time management. However, and he said this, I would accept a role, you know. Um, there, is a, there is a parallel with Jewel here, Dave, actually. Jewel was at his best to me when he had Dave Whelan at Wigan. Now, Whelan wasn't a director of football, but Whelan was a football man upstairs. Absolutely. Yeah. And, he, yeah. And, yeah, and he had, he was able to, so when Jewel had a problem, I always feel that he, was a, he had Whelan there to give him that measure of protection. And I think whatever, about, whatever else point. about Evans, he's, his, you know, he's got a track record with his football, football judgment. No, he doesn't. He's not a football man. No. no, and nor yeah. is, and you know, I hate to say it, and nor is the CEO. Um, yeah, yeah, they're not. Yeah, let's talk quickly, guys, about the transfer business then, because there's some big names that have gone out. So a lot of championship <laughs> games that go out the door with these players as well. We're look, we're talking Wycombe, Webster, Garner, annoyingly right at the end of the transfer window as well. McGoldrick on a free transfer, even Hyam going out. I know he's not everyone's cup of tea, but he's played at this level. Gleeson, yeah. short-term deal. Carroll, short-term deal. I'm sure I'm missing some other people as well. We've got Loney's leaving Selena, as well. Connolly. Oh, oh yeah. Carter Vickers, don't forget. Carter wow. Vickers, who did really well as well. You know, that's a lot of players leaving. Um, and the replacements on the whole pluck from lower divisions, Jackson, Harrison, Edwards, um, Roberts, 
few low knees. We've got Danassi and obviously um, Enciala Nolan come in, known to him from Shrewsbury. But again, you're, and John O talks about this in that great podcast, by the way. The, oh, any, fantastic. The shame we've got at the moment, there's so much ITFC news going on at the moment that that John O podcast might kind of fall through the cracks. Do look up, guys. It's really good. But you know, a lot of players in some, coming in, Dave. In some ways, in some ways, Hurst has been a little bit unlucky. I mean, you know, whether it was whether it was his choice or the owner's choice. Walters has since come out and said the owner called him. You know, he's been. You know, Walters would have fit. Okay, he's 34, 35. A fit Walters would have added something to the team. He'd have added that experience. He would have led the line. And that was a bit unfortunate. You know, what, two and a half games did he play? Not even that, I don't think. And he does his Achilles and he's gone. You know, mm, that, yeah. that's unfortunate. And ironically, out of all those players, probably the one we I, I would assume we might have kept, although from what I understand, he wanted to go back up north, was probably Joe Garner. Again, he was a bit Marmite, but my God, he led the line pretty well. He would have been, yeah. been ideal for us now. Yeah. Absolutely yeah. ideal for us. Mm, you know, yeah. to, especially to work up front alongside someone like, Jack, like a Jackson, I'm not saying Sears is his experience, but like a Jackson, like a Harrison, um, he would have been, you know, he'd have been ideal. So yeah, that was a bit of a, as, as, as Harry said, and that was really late in the day, wasn't it? Just before yeah. the window, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. And we'll come back it's, to talk about that in context of Norwich as well. Go on, Harry. Just, a, it's, it, I always bang on about this. It's always comes back to balance. And if you know you're losing a whole heap of experienced players or that you're, that they're minded to leave from an early stage, you would sit down with, I don't know, it's obviously going to be Evans and Hurst, surely sit down and say, okay, if we're losing these, we need to bring in a spine of experience because the lack of balance was, you know, that's what you always look for when you're looking at a team or a squad. It was just screaming out that, you know, to bring in seven or whatever lower league players who would be going straight into the first team or would be in the 18-man squad was just simply going to tip the thing over. So uh, yeah, why, yeah. They, why they couldn't have done that back in July, it's, I know it's hindsight, but that, you know, if you're losing that right. number... You've you got to, right. and, you've, you've and got our, to rebalance it. And our yeah. experienced players, players like Skews, who, you know, again, again, he's a bit of Marmite, you know, love him or love. You know, he's been a great player. I think he's been a great player for us, an experienced pro, but what's he now, 32? Playing in centre mid, is he something like that, Harry? 31, must be, 31, he must 32. Be, yeah. Be, yeah. He's not getting yeah. any younger, you know. Yeah. Um, Chambers the same. Um, it's, it's a difficult one, a yeah. difficult yeah. one. So we go through pre-season playing better football by all accounts but not scoring goals I think hey. we scored two against Braintree and then I don't think scored two again I went to the West Ham game I didn't see yeah let's talk about West Ham uh, fantastic and, and the midfield okay, it's a friendly it's a, oh so it was a midfield it was, I think we I, I believe you correct me but I believe we started Dazelle Downs Nidham Nidham yeah, sell downs and night. I mean, centre mid. And Wolford was playing at the back Wolfram, as well. Yeah, centre back. Yeah, and mm. they were superb. They were really superb. All right, it was a friendly. Um, I think second half, West Ham brought Noble on. I don't think he started, and it's a little bit of difference. That West Ham had more and more of the ball, but it was tremendous, tremendous goal. You know, you see, you could see. Oh, I like. I'm liking this. You know, Dizel receives a ball, plays a blind pass, Harrison finishes, and you think, wow, yeah, I'm liking this. And you came away from that game thinking, oh yeah, okay, here we go. Next up, yeah. Blackburn. Five minutes into the Blackburn game. <laughs> Edward scores. What a goal! What a goal! Yeah. That's a high, wasn't it? And you think, oh, here we go. And but then, the, but the lack of goal threat had been a theme in pre-season, and we'll talk about yeah. systems. Maybe we'll talk about systems as well, kind of now, Harry. Um, mm. And a slight change of approach with a number ten, just withdrawn behind the striker and a sing and a one up front with wingers. This never really clicked in, didn't it? And then we got to Norwich and it kind of all got chucked in the air, but yeah. it never really there, got there time are, to establish yeah. itself. 
there were flashes. Um, there were flashes, and the thing which heartened me about Hurst coming in was the, the the two teams with an industry. They were the two things that he would give you. He he was unlike Mick, where the wingers were them probably the most neglected in his way of playing, where Hurst championed wingers he wanted with he wanted to stretch defenses and he wanted to play on the front foot pressing and the, i saw it I, I remember sending ben a tweet or a text i should say a text message in the middle early early in the in, in the first half i should say the exeter game and i said this is wonderful for that first 20 minutes it was you could see how it worked mm-hmm. you know we were working them over you know they were literally we were camped around their penalty box hate to say it much as Leeds were camped around ours in the second half um last night and um, that's the, that was the um you could see the model and you could see there is a definite germ of a philosophy and an idea of playing but it was sporadic and that was and that's where the the cracks came in and we know the championship is such a streetwise league teams worked out that they couldn't sustain it and then if they were patient they waited for their moment their moment would come and yeah, yeah. We yeah. start to see these twenty-minute patches of yeah. good play that weren't followed yeah. up with goals. So Dave's yeah. already mentioned um, two-all draw, fairly fortunate two-all draw in the end, given we scored right at the death. But probably overall, just about fair. The Rotherham game to me might be one of these kind of sliding doors moments that we talk about. I went to that game and we dominated from start Bad, to finish. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. this yeah. is the first game where Nolan comes in. By the way, having signed a little bit later mm-hmm. than everyone else, and he was as well. He? he was good. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah you could tell that he was a good player two-footed quite happy to have the ball quite happy to turn and start attacking forwards as well that was the best performance I saw him give for us um, scored a good goal at Birmingham but that was his best best performance but the kind of typical sucker punch right at the end this kind of mm. fortuitous goal the ball drops and it's pad into the net and you kind of the, the alarm bells they're not ringing but you kind of think these are the kind of games where you don't want to lose and actually you want to be winning well, yeah. especially if you've dominated like we like we did. I wasn't there. I was listening to it, and um, Alex Matthew, I think, who's um, he's, he's usually pretty fair, said, "Oh, it's only a matter of time." You know, in the first half, this is really good. And he was, you know, he was um, his first game summarising after the McCarthy era. You know, he was all over it, saying, "Oh, this is fantastic." You know, and even yeah. at the end, he said, "Oh no, you know, it's one of those things went against us today, but we play like that, we're going to win more, win more than we lose." But, yeah. I'm not going to drill into every single game. Oh, we could I mean, because there are, yeah. <laughs> there's not too many of them. <laughs> well, I think I think but, you uh. said earlier the Norwich game was an odd one. So come to the Norwich yeah. game, which yeah. was on the back of the Sheffield Wednesday. When Dave, Bart... do you mind if we pause on Norwich quickly? I just wanted to ask Harry about Exeter, if that's all right. And this oh, you're cool. yeah. Exeter, you mentioned it there, but the post-match. This is to both of you. The post-match oh, course, comments. Yeah. yeah. I just want to dwell on that a little bit. Um, Harry, go. Do you want to talk to that one? You were there. In simple terms, I watched the game. My I, my take from the game was that the the it was a very early days. Um, I felt that the new players came in who'd come in actually got Hurst's model of playing. Given that they were playing against League Two opposition, it was probably easier for them to kind of work with it. They didn't have the problem of Championship opponents. Whereas I felt the 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 old Ipswich player, the old McCarthy players were. Um, they were struggling with the model of play and they were launching it up the field. And you could see the pendulum of the game swinging. We started so brilliantly. But as we started to run out of ideas, our players reverted to type and were just getting rid of the ball. Exeter were starting to dominate possession. And in hindsight now, you begin to wonder to what 
depth had this new way of thinking being coached. It's a dangerous thing when you have a manager from one philosophy moving to a manager with a completely different one. Wigan famously got relegated by having four of them in a row where they went from Martinez right the way through to, I think it was Malky Mackay at the end, but they had Rossler and uh, whoever else was in between. They basically, each manager had a different way of playing and they all brought in their own players. To migrate from one philosophy to another, I felt a lot of the older players from the previous manager hadn't quite got that way of playing. And the post-match comments then, I, I didn't know what to make of them. In hindsight now, I just don't think he had the track record to say what he had said. Mm. You know, if you know, if, if he'd had a length, of, a length of wins under his belt at the club, I think he might have got away with it. But I think it, in the end, it kind of it was one of several times when, in hindsight, you look back the fitness interview as well, when you think maybe he actually ended up undermining himself. Yeah, and the Chambers' reaction, Dave, to, to those comments was particularly... Significant, <laughs> yeah. wasn't it? it was, and, yeah. You know, and, and he was right. Um, as mm. I said before, you know, the previous manager would just did not dig out players, did he? He didn't. It was very, he was very, very yeah. protective of his players. And yeah. I think his players respected him for it. And this is the yeah. difference, I think. So early on, Harry's spot on. So early on, you just haven't built, you haven't built up, you haven't gained that respect from the players to come out with something like that so early on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. you know? Well, skipping and jump through the fixtures. I sort of call out Villa, which was actually a, a fairly decent performance. Yeah. And Sheffield Wednesday away seemed like a decent performance. Both of them marred by red cards, though, that either held us back or in the case of Sheffield Wednesday potentially lost us the game. Any thoughts on these kind of silly red cards? It's inexperienced players that picked up on them, but they, had a, they were a factor, weren't they? Yeah, of course they were. I mean, NCR, uh, was that ever a straight red? I mean, you know, you can talk about that for, for, for ages. It was a it was a really soft one. Eden, well, it was a bit silly. Two yellow, second yellow, wasn't it, in a short space of time? Yeah. I seem to remember. NCR was a yeah, just one of those that just could have gone either way. But typical, typical Ipswich, um, it went against us and we're going to lose the game. Um, mm -hmm. You know, what I would say is we haven't, I know you make your own luck, but every single, seem, not every single, but yeah, most of the mistakes we've made, we have just been punished, haven't we? Every yeah. single time. Which, you know, in previous seasons, Bart has made, bloody miraculous saves as we all know you know things are perhaps yeah he didn't have a let's say Hurst perhaps in some of the games didn't quite get the run of the ball yeah um Sorry. i think to some degree you make your own luck it's interesting marlon romeo who will come on talk about with millwall and a bit of a rookie still at right back very good yeah. very not not peppery you don't get that you don't, you don't get, you don't get that. no 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 he's not there yeah. he's not um, but um he's he's but he's he's very up and down but he has a rick in him he's a good attacking option he's an outlet but he he's given away two penalties in in, in recent games so you you increase the odds against you when you you know it's it's a risk you have when you bring it you, you have to bring new players through it's inevitable and they will make mistakes when when the weight of that number comes starts to tip up then you're just increasing the likelihood of that happening feeding back into the streetwise championship narrative again where again teams again can wait for one of these mistakes oh. and and the, the the crashing example finally being that pleading look on Inciala's face when the penalty was conceded at QPR last week I yeah. saw there was a photograph of him and I wanted to give the guy a hug I really did because there was a guy who should have been 
brought in as an as an occasional bench option, blooded into the team occasionally. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I mean, they have uh, Murray Wallace is a Millwall player they're doing that with. Bring him in, give him some time, take him back out again, learn from it, evolve him. But yeah. chucking him in like that, you know, at, at, but times that by all of those new players. And it's not just that they make mistakes and give away things without the ball. They're, they're, you know, when you're building a five-pass move on the attack in this style of play, inevitably, if there's one, if there's one pass that's a decimal place out the move breaks down oh, again it breaks down. so yeah. yeah and you know don't forget the player we've just saw well, in the summer um webster you know so he came from what well, he came from portsmouth so he made the step up but i tell you webster had a mistake in him my yeah. god webster had a mistake in him. however you could perhaps get past that because webster was a nice footballer webster could play webster you know could bring the ball out of defense he could ping 30 40 yard balls with his left foot right yeah. foot as well so that yeah. was perhaps and obviously we sold him for whatever we sold him for but don't forget you know webster yeah he was good but christ he had a mistake in him you know he didn't you know and he is harry's dead mm-hmm. right he's getting up to speed you know getting up to speed from league one or league two webster league one stroke league two to the championship big step yeah yeah let's yeah. go let's i'll drag you back to norwich dave sorry for cutting you off before oh, no, there was there was all kinds of stuff happening at norwich so at that point no win um and i think people were getting a little bit tetchy about that and a little bit nervous and it's obviously not the greatest record um of, of lay against norwich walters comes in on loan the, a few days beforehand as does pennington and i think that kind of given everyone a bit of a lift but the Sunday morning, we're all at the Greyhound, or all the on, the, on the watching on the on TV, uh, yeah. on the red button, and and Bart is out of the team, and the four two three one slash four one four one is oh. gone. So, oh. is this the point where her starts to panic, guys? <laughs> yes and no, really, because it, it kind of worked. We we probably. You know, if we'd have hung on and won, or, you know, if we'd have nicked one at the end against Norwich, I think Walters had a decent chance at the end. I don't think no one would begrudge us. I mean, that was a fairly even game. I thought we played quite well, quite well against Norwich. Um, but, um, sorry, what, I've got the question. What was the question again? Well, it, lost, it was when, it, whether he starts to panic at this point. You know, the, the tactics, uh-huh. the, the kind of moving away I, from I, what he's tried to do so far. I don't far. know. I think, I think he was always going to play. So we got Walters in. What was in, you know, that midweek after the Sheffield Wednesday game? So he's always going to fit. What was, you know, get what was in the team somehow. Any so thought think... whether that's the right, that was the right thing to do? What was he's a, obviously a big name, but straight in the starting lineup, wasn't he? He was, yeah. I mean, whether I don't know whether that he thought that would give everybody a lift after being flat for the, you know, after being flat for the Sheffield Wednesday game. I don't know. Shouldn't need a lift in the local derby against Norwich with what twenty six thousand or whatever it was in yeah. in there. Uh-huh. Um, I don't know, but but certainly from that from that game on, I think that's when the trouble really, really that's when it really was noticeable. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Brentford, I was I'll never forget. I got late to the ground. I was I pitched up at around ten past seven. A long drive over. Wanted to go. Wanted to go say goodbye to the bees as it were, and just to be there for the applause and thank him for all he did. And walking up to the ground, having the team. I hadn't heard the team. I was just jumped out of the car, legged it up, listening to the conversations and the looks of bewilderment on all the faces of the town fans all standing around outside Planet Blue, outside the North Stand, trying to make sense of what they said. Is it wing backs? Is it wing backs? Has he gone to a back three? Yeah. There was. It was. It was. It was. We were. People were just baffled, and I don't think it was just the fans who were baffled. I wonder if the players were looking at that as well. I mean, some of the comments was one dad with his nine-year-old, or his ten-year-old son. He said, um, 
and that you know uh, Keenan Jewell's names were both mentioned in the course of you know he's, he's picking players at random that to me it was an incremental thing it started with Norwich and then it got worse he started to and I mean Brentford should have I don't know if you were at that game Dave Brentford should have oh, buried yeah, no. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Very, very distant that first half. Absolutely. And, um, yeah. Um, yeah. And no, but then again, second half he changed it slightly. And yep. I think we said earlier, yeah. I would you think, okay, yeah, let's take this, um, you know, let's take this, let's take this on. Um, yeah. Yeah. And the game was it? Was it? Was it Birmingham after Brentford? I've lost yeah, track. Yeah, I was Bolton. Yeah. So yeah. we've gone a bit of a run of draws. We've we've missed oh, our yeah. whole. Oh, the defeat oh, straight after Norwich was whole, which was. Uh, oh, that was totally. Two weeks uh, of international break, training yeah, and preparation that, that goes out the door within within Bolton seconds. Games, but yeah, Brentford, a, a game of two hours, yeah. generally another confidence booster by the end of the game. But straight into Bolton with a, a really crappy nil nil, wasn't it? Really that was terrible. That was the game. There you go. So you so we we all said we picked it up second half against Brentford. He made the changes, picked it up, and you think, come on, you know, here, let's take, here we go. Let's, let's take it into the Bolton game, and it was just so flat again. Probably in hindsight, the sending off worked against us a bit. I mean, whether Bolton came for a point anyway, the sending off worked against us really. Cause, you know, they just they just stuck men behind the ball and Big McGuinness up front, I think, didn't they? Mm. Um, yeah. So we and we just couldn't. Yeah, we just couldn't play. We just didn't play around them at all. Play through mm. them, play around them. They're really tight. So that may have gone against us. But yeah, that wasn't great. And then of course we go to Birmingham. So we get three and two nil up. Again, in the end, we surprisingly did well. two up, by the way. Yes, and in the end, we did quite well to to hang on to two two, didn't we? Uh, yes. So it's two goals conceded a game there, um, and after a, a pretty fortunate in the end two all draw at Birmingham, Borough on the TV, just another really poor home performance, wasn't it, gents? Mm. Yeah, I felt, I felt Borough was a bit like Leeds last night. I think if they could have if they upped it, up their game, um, certainly second half. That could have been four or five. Could have been anything that game. I think. Yeah. And I think you. I think you guys said. I know we said. I mean, Ben both said that. Um, typical Pulis just did not want to concede. Could you know two yeah. nil up wasn't going to overexert themselves. Didn't want to concede. Saw the job out. That well, that I felt a bit like last night. I think Brenner Brenner Woolley said on the commentary on Suffer it was men against boys. That certainly was that night. Yeah. Mm. And and this is. I mean, in terms of home performances, Bolton Borough. And then QPR after Swansea. We will come back to Swansea because you were there, Harry. And this is the kind of mm. one shining light, really, <laughs> of the one win. Um, <laughs> in the, but, you know, the home fans who have seen two wins in the calendar year, you know, this is... You're not surprised that the mood starts to turn. And then you, we go into Swansea with a win, Harry. And, you know, yeah. I, I came to call this a, st- a statistical anomaly because... Frankly, you know, if we hadn't got the set piece and Swansea hadn't missed a shed load of chances, this could have been a very different story as well, couldn't it? Yeah, look evens out. Look evens out, yeah. definitely. And you could say, whereas we were unlucky in Rotherham and a couple of the other games, you know, we bloody hell did we ride our luck in this one. We really did. As I was saying earlier, Potter, I think, under he underestimated us. He played too open and he gave us space to attack and we landed, managed to land a couple of killer blows against them. And um, then they went double or quits. Um, and they they throw on an extra winger, which got them the goal. Where he he fed in Selena, and then it, the the loss of the centre back then gave us gave us the winner at the end. But it was it was a statistical anomaly when you look at the pattern of the game. 
you know, we just, you know, we, you know, we, it was, we, we caught them with a good counterpunch, basically. It, was, mm. it did remind me of the Millwall away game last year. It really did. And that it was by the end of it, it was two teams going for it. And um, or the Watford game, Jokanovic, I think um, I, I think Potter is similar to Jokanovic. If it's tied at the end, he will go double or quits and just say, well, let's let's give it a lash and see if we can actually win it, mm. which is which happened, which happened with the famous Chaplow goal. But um, mm. no, but it, but it wasn't a. Uh, a tactical masterclass. There was an element of obstinate defending. We held it together, and to be fair, the sp- the spine of um, Chambers, Skuse, and um, Sears that that did help in that situation, without question. Yeah, yeah that was when Sears and Edwards combined really well, didn't it, they? On a it, couple it, of it, occasions, and yeah. you think, okay, let's carry this on to. Um... Yeah. Let's carry this on to QPR, and it just didn't really. I mean, oh. that was Ben likes to call it an outlier, doesn't he? An outlier. Yeah. I mean, you know, sure. Had we lost at had we lost at Swansea, do you think had we lost at Swansea, and had we lost convincingly at Swansea, which we could well have done, do you think he would have um, he would have pulled the trigger before the international break? I've no doubts. I think he would have gone if Swansea, Swansea bought him. He bought him a bit of time. Exe- but so, stay of execution. Mm. But so so abject was Queens Park Rangers. I, I think I think when that penalty was conceded, I think that's when the axe fell. That's my sixth. Minute. It's I have nothing to go on. It's pure instinct. But I think he bought himself time after Swansea. But so dismal was that first half. And McLaren did a number. He looked at that game as any streetwise oh. championship manager would. He looked at let's let's, start, let's cut off the supply lines. And 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 we were suddenly four men down. They Sorry. must be the fourth team. I mean, other than I hate to say it, say it quietly, <clears throat> Norwich and Derby, QPR must be the fourth team, aren't they? Incredible. Yeah, I saw. Well. I was reading somewhere tonight. They I think their be. first, yeah. their first four games did they consist? Have I got this right? First four games they conceded ten. I think I've got that right, or maybe even more. Whoa, yeah. Seven of those. Well, the last four games, last ten games, they've conceded six. I mean, they're the, you know, he's to be fair to McLaren, he's got them, um, mm. you know, he's really got them, got them together and got them, got them playing. But it was the manner of our performance and Shock. the fact another international break, two weeks to kind of, you know, we talked about this on the last week's yeah. preview show about whether the two weeks you actually want one week and st- go into another game and kind of mm. try to build from there. Whether, you know, like Hull <laughs> after Norwich. It's just to further yeah. compound it, it was the cheap ticket off for the £10 ticket with yeah. your season ticket, 18000 mm. in, nice sunny day, come on, you know, let's, let's carry on. And it was just such a damn squib, wasn't it? And it yeah. And, yeah. And and people are right, you know, those those players I know one or two one or two of my my mates took their kids and stuff like that and they said, to be honest, Dave, they were bored second half. Yeah. People Absolutely leaving at half time I heard, yeah. 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 They're not mm-hmm. gonna get those you know, they're gonna get well let's let's just hope, you know, um, spoiler alert for the new um, the new manager bounce because we bloody well need it. We do. Yeah. Another yeah. two goals conceded and then under, and we're all the way up to Leeds last night and another two goals and and I think you're right, Harry. I think the decision will be made and what you don't want to do is uh, with a, such a big game at Leeds last night it could have been a six or a seven, frankly, couldn't it? Given the mess yeah. we could have been in if first yeah. had been dispensed of. Or, after yeah. Don't forget, I mean, we suffered results like that. I mean, you know, when McCarthy was first there, there was it was at Blackpool, yeah. it was yeah. a six nil at Blackpool, there was a yeah. thumping at Leicester, Leicester or a yeah. Palace yeah. as well. Palace, yeah. Palace as well. Yeah, penalties, right yeah. thumpings. Um, yeah. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like home comforts. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home advantage with Mook Delivery. You win. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Blue Monday are delighted to be partnered with TalkSport Fan Network and NordVPN, giving you the best possible offering for browsing the internet securely. NordVPN opens up global streaming options for content not available in your region by switching your virtual location quicker than Wesburn's running down the wing. NordVPN acts like your cyber Sam Morsey whilst online, protecting your personal data and sensitive info like passwords and credit card details from falling into the wrong hands. For about the price of an ITFC match program a month or a Blue Monday Telegram subscription, you can get yourself a NordVPN account which can be used across six different devices. If you need to rapidly change direction like Amari Hutchinson, there's a 30-day money-back guarantee. To get the best discount off your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com forward slash Blue Monday or click the link in the podcast or YouTube subscription to be taken straight there, supporting us here at Blue Monday in the process. Yeah. Well, there you go. You and could so, see, yeah. one of the things I'm going to say, you could see in the Leeds game, everybody wanted to hold for it after 80 minutes. Um, the, was it Rob who was standing beside me we were chatting he said I want this it was 82 minutes on the clock they were just working us over we were on the ropes yeah. and they wanted it over and the thing that upset me most was I, I wrote down in my notes that said, this feels completely horrible it really did and I really actually felt for all the fans there because you know we're just a group of friends we love our team we meet up we want you want the best for your team and to have good memories to take away from it and just have something positive positive. and that's the thing I came away with I really felt Sorry, and I felt sad. I really felt sad for all the supporters as much as anything else, because you know we don't want much. We don't. We're not. We're not. We don't have a sense of entitlement. But I just, you just came away and thinking, for God's sake, give can give us, give us, give us, give us pleasure now and again. Some, Come something, on. something. I did feel. Come I just on. felt. You know, we should have had a group hug at the end. To be quite Stupid lead to sing that stupid. Champions of Europe song. Yeah, but we would. I mean, we were singing. We're bottom of. They were singing. We're top of the league. We were singing. We're bottom of the league. It was. It got a bit silly and a bit gallows humour kind of at the end. But was there any? Listen, we we you were there. We with your way. You in your way. You weren't Ben Ben Bloom and you. You're in your way. We were in the porn sandwiches. No, no, no. Was there? Well, I don't think Ben does. He just has posh seats, doesn't he? But was there any um no sort of animosity amongst the fans as I heard there was on Saturday in the um. I was sta- stood right next to that actually, yeah, kicking off mm. on Q- Well, it was face off on against QPR. Two people, oh, yeah, like someone chanting "We're crap" and someone saying, "Well, that's not helpful, is it?" Uh, not in these words, obviously, and, and then yeah. facing off. Mm. There was none of that last night. I think just generally people were a bit Except annoyed. There was a bit of chanting "sacked in the morning," which uh, sacked in yeah. the afternoon, so not a million miles away. But there were, I think mm. it was. I, don't, I think it was everyone kind of expecting got, the inevitable. Never quite got as far as Paul Hurst. Your football is. Shit. No, <laughs> well, we didn't see any of it, did we? Didn't we? Just didn't get that far into the piece, did we? Yeah. So we, here we uh, are with five months into his reign, the the shortest serving Ipswich Town manager in our history, permanent manager, with one win to show for it. Um, mm. A squad that is arguably a little bit of but certainly inexperienced, um, without maybe a structure or a strategy or an approach to play football. Um, I guess two thoughts. One is, 
it's sad for Paul Hurst, isn't it? You know, this is a, a guy yeah. trying to do his best who kind of got his big shot at kind of managing the championship and he might come back, but it's sad on he, that front. But on, our, on the other side, is League One, you know, it's a it's a real possibility, isn't it? And what does the new guy have to do? There's quite a lot of stuff chucked I think, in there, I think guys, going but... back to Paul Hurst, I heard Ben say something on Radio Suffolk earlier on. You know, you, no one wants to see a guy like that out of work, although don't kid ourselves. I don't know, what was he on a... What, what was it? Was he three-year contract, Harry? Two or three? I think it was, was it four, maybe. Four, yeah. Was it? I, I don't know. Yeah. Don't, I don't, no, I'll, I don't he'll know. be okay. He'll be, I mean, yeah. I've heard some yeah. talk that he may even go back to Shrewsbury. So, so I think I, I heard There's that. There's a mixed response to that on Twitter when their local paper oh, okay. asked that. But... Right. I, okay. There, okay. On, okay. On, on one of the Shrewsbury message boards, there is uh, an on-running Ipswich thread, which is up to about twenty odd pages, which for them is a lot. It's it's not the busiest forum, and um, it would you get a, mi- a mixed reception. is all I will say. Mm. Leave it okay. at that. Yeah. 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 Sad mm. um, when, so uh, you don't want to see that, and you know, yeah. he, in his interviews, as, as I think Brenner said on radio, so he comes across as open, perhaps sometimes too open. Yeah. And, you know, and too honest, you know. And, and and again, the sad thing, again, they said on Radio Suffer, again, Brenner, you know, the, the match day commentator said that he's seen a change in him physically. He said, you know, at the start of, you know, for the friendlies and the first game, see, all right, he's come back from holiday and he's tanned and stuff like that. Lovely mm. summer we had. And he said, you know, he just looks, he just looks beaten up. He saw, he watched, saw him on the yeah. touchline last night at Leeds, and he just said yeah. he just looked quite a broken man. He just said he looks beaten yeah. up, tired. Yeah, you yeah. know. Just, I think Mrs. Nuts mentioned the bags under the eyes. We saw Mrs. Nuts last night, by the way. So yeah. to her, but yeah, no, he mentioned Mr. the bags under no, the eyes and all that stuff. Uh, yeah, mm, he did look a different guy, didn't he, to the guy no, from it's, it's July? Just, it's mm. kind of sad, but you know, as we sort of touched on earlier, I think he was just out of his depth. Yeah, mm. and you don't know until he make the make the jump, do you? Harry, any no. thoughts on? And where this leaves Ipswich Town. Well, I mean, I don't want to go too much into this because we've got a shed load of questions and we will come to those. But, you know, are we, we've kind of, uh, even under Evans, have been generally quite patient given managers time. This is the first time where as a club we've kind of been made quite a rapid decision. My take, my take on it, look, I don't kid ourselves. When McCarthy came in, we were like, what were we, five points adrift? A very similar, yeah. first of November, I think he came in, very similar, but by... God, we had a far better squad. I'm yeah. sure we had a far better squad. We had DJ Campbell, who was just going on the end of that, you know, that mad, I must say mad scoring money. He seemed to score in every game for about seven or eight consecutive games, didn't he? And won his yeah. games. He, he was winning. I mean, one game, this is a typical one game. He punched the ball in the end for a win, I think, against Burnley, I seem to remember, at Portman Road. Um, so don't kid ourselves. We had a far yeah. better squad then. A far, yeah. we had, uh, McCarthy coming yeah. in had far more to work with. I think, he also, he, he, Davey also had a loan window as well. He, which, yeah. which, where basically, unless there are some free agents or Good Lambert point. can magic some players out of nowhere, we've got we've got to work with what we've got January. right away up until Christmas. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, on that um, point, it's that's a huge. Th- I, I would go as far as to say any manager that comes in now with the squad we've got and the state of the club, that you know, as, as the club is now, and keeps us up, twenty first, whatever that is, deserves manager. Honestly, deserves manager of the year in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Now. yeah. We are yeah. that bad. We are yeah. that low. Mm-hmm. Seriously. Lowest off. I think, you know, and I've seen Dun- even back in the Duncan, good old John Duncan days, um, you know, yeah, the football was pretty grim and stuff like that, but it, was, it wasn't as bad as this. And nah, not as bad as this. Mm-hmm. And thoughts on that question, Harry, about where this leaves us as a club and whether this is unfortunately the new, the new world that we have to live in, which is managers' time is sometimes very short and we can't, you know give managers five years, six years to, to get their philosophy across? 
No, I think we still can. I think that that hasn't changed. There are a lot of, I mean, you know, the team are playing on on Saturday. They've got, uh, you know, they're not a big team. They've been patient. They've given the manager time. He's got a philosophy. You can do that. But you've got, I'll say this, I was banging on about this, and all all the listeners will be sick of me saying this. My absolute rule, three-word sentence, owners relegate clubs. Owners relegate clubs. We've got to, Evans has to look at himself on all of this oh, as well. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's, an abs- it's fun- yes. fundamental. It's 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 not. I mean, when I was chatting to Mullet on the way back in the car, we were t- Matty. We were chatting about it on the way back, and and we both agreed that when there's been a change, I mean, we've seen the championship transform in the decade he's been there, and he's always behind the curve. He keeps missing it. He reacts too late, and with every. With every new parachute, with every new champ increment in TV deal in the Premier League, that then has a—it's like a pulse that waves, financial pulse that hammers through the Championship. And Evans has been has been too slow. So we've we we've if you sta- you don't stand still, you either go forward or backwards. And we have just drifted backwards from being in the upper quartile, upper third of Championship teams in terms of weight to being now in the lower third. Mm. And that, if you look, it's. Uh, Two out of every three, if you analyse it, go back and look over championship tables over the last 10 years. One of the three teams goes down because they're too small. It'll be Burton, it could be Yeovil, it could be Milton Keynes, whoever. The other two who go down, when we went up to Forest a couple of years ago for that end of season game, there were three teams in the mix. There was Blackburn, there was Birmingham and there was Forest. One of the three was going to drop that day. And if you look at the way each of those teams, they were run from the top. You could see why they were in that situation, yeah, and that's you. as I say. So it's not just having a rant at Evans, but he's he's got to look at the that that contextual evidence has to be put in place. And whoever comes in, he you've got to either respect the fact that that's the financial topography, or you sell the club. It's binary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and, and you know, so let's say what's what's he had? Is he appointed five managers in his tenure? He's yeah. got three wrong. Mm. He's got three yeah. very wrong. You mm. know. Um, uh, well, certainly, you know, McCarthy, he, he got right. Obviously, at the time, he got right. All right, that 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 you mm-hmm. know that that run its course at the end. But certainly, you know, Jewel Keane, obviously, Paul Hurst, very very wrong. I mean, yeah. ironically, <laughs> what did he? Why did we get rid of Jewel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's. <laughs> anyway, let's that's, that's, that's a whole other podcast. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and do you know what? And, and for you, Harry, you're spot on um, with. Um, with Millwall, what you have got is you've got Harris, who's got the connection with the club. Yeah. He's got the big connection with the club. So immediately you've got all the fans behind him. I think he's still their record goal scorer, isn't he? I'm, he I'm pretty is, sure yeah. he is. 168 um, goals, absolutely. Yeah. There you yeah. Go. Oh, Legend. <laughs> but you know, exactly. Yeah. So they're, they're behind him, whatever. So they can, they can struggle at the bottom, but they'll still be behind the manager because he's one of them. Yeah. Let's. We, we, should we do five, ten minutes on Millwall and then just blitz the questions, guys? Because. We, we yeah. need to chat about what Brian Klug's got to do on Saturday. But let, let's just understand the opposition and whether we've got any chance of maybe getting ourselves oh, at least on, a yeah. win. Go on, or maybe a point. Shoot. Okay. Shoot. Full detail. You do, Rich. You just let him go now. I'm just here for the ride. Okay. I'm going to hammer through this for it to give you a good. This is a good basic overview. The TWTD notes will go up tomorrow at lunchtime. So you'll have all the. The, the kind of well, there's only one formation actually. There's only one starting lineup because he's kept the same starting eleven for the last three games. Mike this Bassett's is formation. Scr- scr- screaming. This, this is so many screaming parallels in terms of what we should be doing when you look at this. They lost. Okay, in simple terms, they are getting back to that high intensity, 
physical and athletic 4-4-2 that they had 12 months ago or last season that that served them well and they grew into last season as the team blended and they're going to do exactly the same now um, this is the model they're going on they've had three games the last two three games wins against Villa and against Wigan where they came from behind it on Tuesday they lost against Reading and as, as um, Ben said in the uh, in the uh, in the flagship show they absolutely battered them. It was something like 27 shots on 12 on target. And the Reading keeper, I think was their third choice, came in and had the game of his life. It was just one of those mad games. Um, but the key has been, there's two players that the whole thing has hung on. Sean Hutchinson, the centre-back, and George Saville, the midfielder. Saville is gone, and the key is about replacing him and getting Ryan Leonard and um, Williams, Sean Williams, the two central midfielders, to work together. Williams is the more creative one. Um, whereas um, Leonard is growing into the role. He's he's getting more box-to-box and he's getting more energetic. But that Savile role, that's the key. But the other part of the problem they've had with being unable to keep clean sheets is that Hutchinson's been out for a couple of months. I think it's with a knee injury, if memory serves me right. He came back off the bench. He played a cameo against um, Wigan on Tuesday. And if when he's fit, he goes in. Hutchinson was the player. Remember Felix Magath? There's a great name. He... Um, <laughs> came from he came from, when he was at Fulham he brought him down from uh, Motherwell it didn't work out for whatever reason there and he's ended up over at Millwall where he's fitted in perfectly he's the glue that holds the Millwall back four together whereas um, they've had um, it was uh, uh, Wallace Murray Wallace has been in with Jay Cooper it's that thing again you look at 4-4-2 as a series of five partnerships two in the middle two in the back two up front and the two wide guys when those partnerships are working well both players are augmented and I think Jake Cooper who's his uh, his partner when um when uh, Hutchinson comes in, Cooper suddenly gets 20% on his game. So, um, so, but the, the the overall narrative is one of getting back to what they were doing last year, and it looks as if the camera is starting to come into focus for them now, particularly at home, which, as we all know, for Millwall is absolutely vital. Um, Harris loved, as we said, um, 41 years old. Uh, they love a style of play, one of our own, as we know. The other minor point: there, there is something he has with a predecessor, but the, our previous manager. There's no way Harris is going to follow support opinion <laughs> he, basically, he just basically just tells them what to do with themselves he's got his own views of, of how to play yeah, like but um, yeah. yeah he's a really good manager um, yeah, yeah. what else uh, uh, Ben Amos has replaced George Jordan Archer and goal I was going to ask about the um, keeper because the keeper yeah. had a merit mistake in it didn't he he did have a mistake he also had a hissy fit by all accounts several of them said that <laughs> when he was dropped but Ben Amos is a safer pair of hands but he's, he commands his box very well ropey kicking but that could be because of orders where was, um, he? Where, where was he last season it wasn't a Millwall last season was Bol- he Bol- Bolton. Bolton, yeah. He was on loan. Country from on United. Lo- he's on, yeah, yeah, he's an ex-United player. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, uh, so the centre-backs we've mentioned, the full-backs, Romeo, as I say, he's up and down, but has a rick in him. The, on the other side is Meredith, James Meredith, safe pair of hands left back. Um, and on the wings, then you've got um, Shane Ferguson on the left. Now, Ferguson is an absolutely dangerous player. And what they were clever at doing against Wigan was they took Ferguson, they took out Meredith, dropped Ferguson in. So a bit like Leeds playing with something like four wingers against us yesterday. On, yesterday. on Tuesday, they had Meredith playing deep and they brought Aidan O'Brien in at left wing. So you had those two working in tandem with Ferguson bombing on. But Ferguson's crosses are dangerous. Ferguson um, was on, ex, ex-Newcastle? I think so. Newcastle, yeah. Yeah. Have you time for have you have you time for the story, the Joe Kinnear story? Go Briefly, two thirty seconds because I know we're on the clock with all of this. And um, when he was attending, the, he went to a League Cup game. Uh, Joe Kinnear, I stood this up. I've got I've got I've got the source on it. Birmingham beat um, they beat Swansea. Um, 
in the League Cup in nineteen in twenty thirteen, Joe Kinnear went and he was really impressed with the performance of midfielder Shane Ferguson. Ferguson was on loan for Birmingham from for at Birmingham from Newcastle. Yeah. So but Kinnear then he said City Source told whichever newspaper it was, Ferguson had a great game that night and Joe Kinnear told one of the officials he was interested in signing him. At first the guy thought he was joking, then he realized that Ferguson Kinnear didn't know that Ferguson was actually a Newcastle player. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> He was trying to sign his own player, basically. Brilliant. It was from the yeah, era. I love it. It was, it was Derek Lambesi, Johan Kebab, Hatem Ben Arfa, get it right, and um, and Sammy Amamobi. Uh, and it, it was Sammy Amamobi. Sammy Amamobi. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he said, tweet it well, at least get my name right. So that's the Shane Ferguson t- story. He's, he uh, was. Nice he was yeah, ex Newcastle, really good left winger. The yeah. other side, they've got Jed Wallace, who has struggled, classic winger, struggled for form, inconsistent, but he had a really good game against Wigan on the right. He had so a he's really good si- game against us at Portman Road last year. He was yeah. really good. Yeah, yeah. I like him. Yeah. So, so this is the getting in the balance. Now, up front, um, O'Brien, I'll come back to because they, O'Brien does their nut in um, because he is. He, to get him on the field, Harris plays him as a left winger. He's actually a striker. He's a brilliant finisher. He's a useless winger. But he's one of those players that you get him near the goal and he can score. I think he scored against us in the 4-3 last year. He's one of those players. If he gets into the right area, he can, he, 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 he can find the net. So I think Harris sees him for that. But as a winger, he's useless um, from what they were saying. You've been reading the middle for him too much, Harry. You can't be... <laughs> he's useless, I'm, I'm, he is. I have been bowdlerizing. I've taken the He's language out. Singing uh, that song in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> um, quickly up front, um, Lee Gregory is the main striker. Um, he's and he's partnered with Tom uh, Tom Tom Elliott. He's the one to watch out for. Gregory. He doesn't. He's, again, he's not a finisher. But just some quick comments on him, which are worth knowing. Incredible upper body strength, protects the ball, brings others into the attack. Um, but for all his running and work rate, he doesn't score enough goals. Elliott. There's a th- small point um, with Tom Elliott. He what's with him? He's been hitting the woodwork with headers a mad number of times. It's one of those things they'll talk about in five, ten years' time. He seems to. He's he's. Um, He's not great with his feet, but he is very good with his head. Him and um, the centre-back Cooper will be the two big set-piece set threats. They're the two who come up, um, or they're, 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 that's their big, the big um, threat. Steve Morrison, the yeah. veteran, 35, ex-Budgie, yeah. um, ex-Leeds, he came on, he comes on with 15 minutes to go. He scored the winner. It, he was unmarked in the six-yard box against Wigan, and he got the late winner for them. But he came on late in the win against Villa, and he drove them mad. He bullied them, and they were really frustrated with him because he was holding the ball. Up. He's good in the air as well, but he's a he's a really he's a battering ram. Yeah, but he was he's, he, he's he's there, John Walters in a way, but he's only he hasn't got injured. He's that player who yeah. who helps them out. And the other player who hasn't come in, who they think will feature if they lose Gregory. There's a bit of succession planning here. Is Tom Bradshaw? He's he's, he's very similar the way they describe him to Gregory, but he's a lesser Gregory. If we that were makes sense. with him at Barnsley, mm. weren't we? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's and yeah. at the moment he so he tends to be a bench option. Um, who else? Other minor player that you might see. Where are they now? Um, there's always one. Yuri Skalak. He was a left winger. He's on the bench. He's an understudy to Ferguson. Basically, they've got two left wingers who are brilliant at crossing, and Skalak is the slightly weaker of the two. He played for Brighton in their promotion season. That's how you'll remember him from. Who's your right their, back on Saturday for Ipswich then? Um, I'll put that to both of you. Against Ferguson. Was Danassian on the bench last night? I can't even remember. I don't, I'm not sure. Oh, I, didn't take, I didn't take a lot of notice. Oh, where did Spence even come from last <laughs> night? Like, yeah. what, what the hell? What, what, you know. 
Guinevere. Guinevere. Guinevere and Setter Balls number three. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, that's I'll a good question. I'd say Danassian for me. But okay. I'd say Danassian. I love Danassian. He's, like, yeah, he's up and down right right back. He, that's why he's good. That's he's And he can defend. We saw that against Tom Lawrence and against Derby. Lawrence only was good from set pieces. But I remember that he, he had to be. He, you know, Basically, Lawrence was getting frustrated. And there's no game. issue with him playing. Now, Walters is injured. There's no issue with the number of low knees now, is there? He can no, play, they, can't he? Yeah. He, doesn't, yeah, yeah. he can play no, if, if they so wish to. They could play Penny and Chalabar, Nolan. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Well, there um, you go. You've been witness yeah, there, Dave, to Sorry? a preview show that usually takes an hour and a bit, condensed <laughs> into 50 minutes. So, Harry, thank you for steamrolling <laughs> through that at a great pace. You're like awesome. a horse comment, you know, a yeah, horse racing commentator. <laughs> Impressive. Bring on the questions. Bring on the questions. Let's go Rich. for the questions, then, we, and we'll, we'll talk about Saturday at the end. Oh, gosh, yeah. Um, let's try and keep these short and sweet if we can, Jim. Go on. Um, Listen, no. And I'll try and avoid the ones which. Ugh. Um, <laughs> let's, let's start. Question, <laughs> there's somebody. There's a few here that are slagging off Ipswich supporters. I don't want to go there. Well, I think this is. There's definitely a message here that we need to get behind whoever the new manager is, don't we, guys? Yeah. Whoever. Yeah. Underline. Uh, I mean, this is a nice, easy one to start from Nathan. Where do you rate Paul Hurst among the Ipswich Town managers? Is he is he the worst? Is he better than Roy Keane? Any thoughts there, Dave? Um, well, stats would show he's the worst, isn't he? I mean, the lowest 145 days, was it? One win. Um, uh, yeah, he's down. Like I said, you know, the, the owner's made three poor appointments and he's unfortunately one of them, isn't he? Yep, yep. Um, there's quite a few that are speculating about who the new man's going to be. I think we had a quick nose through Twitter and TWTD and we're fairly certain that Lambert is all but confirmed now, aren't we? Um, I've so, just seen something on here. It said 48 hours. Um, I think Joe Joe Fair's got on him at four to one on just before the betting closed. You joke. <laughs> insider dealing. It's all akin to insider dealing. That is. Joe. Let's not call that out, shall we? <laughs> Let's not throw one of our own at the bus, Dave. Um, um, Alex Pryke, um What do you call McCarthy now? He's no longer the previous manager. We'll have to think about that. The previous previous manager. And someone asked about what do you call a new era now? It's a new new era. I've settled those ones. That's no problem at all. Um, Yucky Brain, my favourite Twitter profile name of all of them. Um, Harry, how do you feel about Lambert being a, a former Norwich man? Not a problem whatsoever. That's not a problem with me. Not at all. In fact, if anything, looking at what the Norwich fans have been saying, I had a quick look over there. They're, um, yeah, it's, it's winding them up a little bit tonight. The thought of Paul Lambert um, doing a new manager photo shoot with an Ipswich scarf over his head sickens me. And uh, there's a little there's a little bit of um, high moral ground. Clearly a man whose place is no stock in loyalty. This demonstrates a real lack of class. Bless them. Well, I mean, I think, yeah. I mean, the new I Ian Crook, maybe. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, I think they were—they—they were, they weren't too enamoured with him. He didn't he not? He left them for Villa, didn't he? I think he tried to sue them as well for lost earnings. Or yes, something. he did. Anyway, um, question from Tim, who mentions Chris Sutton and all the careful for well, careful what yes. you wish for, guys. Let's not let's not dwell on that, shall we? Um, given the new man has the same players to work with for two months, um, can you see them gaining the confidence they evidently lack, or are free agents the only way forward, Dave? Um, a bit of both, really. You'd think, like I said before, you'd think the new manager bounce, hopefully. Someone coming in, give, give, give the players a lift. Um, what the hell is out there? I mean, I've seen any, everyone from Darren Bent linked. Mm. He's been quite well linked, hasn't he? I mean, who is out there? I, I just don't know. Yeah. I, I really don't know. It's from free agent. Yeah. Not much, I don't think. No. Um, 
we've got another question about uh, from Lee about uh, Lambert's previous employers. Um, so we'll skip to those ones, guys, if that's okay. Um, our friend Mullet, who was also at Leeds last night, um, Harry, um, has ITFC become a manager's graveyard under Evans? Do we commend him for acting against precedent in removing Hurst or chastise him for letting it go so horribly wrong and toxic behind the scenes? Is ITFC a manager's graveyard, first of all? Um, is it becoming one? It, does, it goes back to what we were saying earlier about money and the lack of um, where, where we stand in the scheme of things. If the manager coming in has to be given a fighting chance. They need to be, they do need to be backed. Um, otherwise, it, that is, it, it is a manager's graveyard, yes, because it, it, you're, you're playing... There are unequal odds, and then there are unequal, unequal odds. And Evans needs to be damn careful on that. Yep, and on the owner... Um, do you commend him for acting against precedent, i.e. your history of giving managers time oh, yeah. or chastising yeah, totally. for letting it go wrong? Yeah, no, had it, to, no. had to, go had something it. had to be, something had to give. Yeah. 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 This was, yeah. I mean, this, this, the circumstantial evidence was just overwhelming on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Bang the right. Dave, um, with the current um, budget, um, realistically now, and uh, not being romantic, where are we as a club? In a mess. Yeah. We are don't don't sugarcoat it. We are in a mess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and and as you say, two you know another two months to work to, for any new manager to come in to work with what he's got. Um, yeah. Things have got to pick up quickly, really quickly. Otherwise, and you know teams around all right. How you know it's only one time, but teams around us are now starting to win. You know Preston. You know all these teams are starting to pick up points now. Yeah. Yeah. Daylight. Daylight. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, four points now, isn't it? Mm. Um, yeah. Any new manager coming coming in has got to um, has got to hit the ground running big time. Yep. Yeah. Um, Harry Butcher um, <laughs> recommended um, <laughs> Harry from Bath uh, to be the new manager. I think that hey. no no mention for you Thank and you. me, Dave. Which <laughs> and, and, and Harry, they never get rich. They never make it out on the pitch. The team talk for two hours long. They never get out there. You like Bielsa? Oh, <laughs> Rainbow. Yeah, hang on. Um, Harry does have a question as well, and he also has a chart for you too, which I'll send to you if you haven't found it. Um, let's just go back through our post-mortem of Paul Hurst. Where did it? What moment uh, did it all go wrong? What do we think it's Norwich, or do we, you know, specific moment one each where where you thought it went wrong? Walking up to walking up to the stadium of Brentford. Yeah. That's when it went. I always like the green light, amber light, red light kind of kind of motif in my head, and I had a, an amber light on um, Hurst walking up to Brentford and when I saw the look of bewilderment on so many Towns fans faces walking around the stadium outside I knew I said no we're in trouble here it's gone from a, possi a, pr a possibility of him getting it wrong to an overwhelming probability you know what madly probably the, you know the Exeter interview wow. was, was a real sort of a woof beginning of it really you know you yeah. just tend to look at it from another angle after that woof, what, you know where's this you know where's this come from you know perhaps things were not right even as far back as as far back as that mm. yeah. um, in the context of us probably knowing who the new man is i'll ask the question anyway dave um can we trust our owners to appoint the right man um i don't think so their track record is awful well yeah as we've said yeah he's got three out of four three out of five five four wrong um let's just hope so and whoever it is look yeah we have to yeah if it is if it is paul lambert yes let's hope he comes in and look don't kid ourselves fans will get behind if he starts picking up results and we start to we start to get results and start to pull away fans will get behind him because they will they yeah. will I mean, yeah. I, they will irrespective of his norwich um 
Um, even more so if they if they see it's completely winding up the Norwich <laughs> the Norwich fan base as well. You know. Yeah, the away game at Carrow Road's going to be fun. Stuart's gloves. I, I'm hoping it's Marcus Stewart's lovely woolen gloves from back in the noughties. Um, hope you don't mind me slightly changing the question. Um, dropping, benching um, Bar and Knudsen, um, do you feel that um, Hurst maybe undermined the senior players a little bit, Harry? I think he didn't know how to handle them. I really think that was a big thing. I think he was very comfortable with lower league players who needed progressing, who needed developing, and who, and who had a, a more limited skill set which needed evolving, um, which a more experienced manager at championship level can do anyway. But I think he didn't know how to handle the the manager, the players with greater status. I keep I said it earlier: players with a greater track record or greater sense of achievement, who have higher expectations of from their manager. My sense is that there was a huge disconnect there, and I don't know whether that, it goes back. Marcus Short years ago to a Southwest group talked about trust. He talked about trust, and to me, somewhere in something somewhere caused a fracture of trust between the management and the senior players. That's yeah, that's my six months worth on it. Two World I think Cup you're right. Days. I just think I think you know, as I said Perfect. before, I think they were very, very comfortable under the previous manager. You know, he was. He was let's yeah. say what you like about the previous manager. He was a good man manager. Yeah. Now, yeah. In respect of what he did with. You know, where he played Freddie Sears and one thing and you know little bits and pieces like that he was a very very good man manager don't don't underestimate that and you know from you know he was manager of Ireland he's taken Ireland to the World Cup he played in the World Cup he's going to get respect just because of because of who he is and Keane to a de- well, not to a degree Keane immediately had the respect alright he lost it eventually but Keane immediately had the respect just because of who he is you mm. know mm. Uh, question, character. Uh, question from uh, Richard um, at Broadreach 53 um Quickly, do we have the players to get out of this mess, Dave? We talked about signings, but in the squad today? Really? As, as the squad is now? I, I've got to say no. Nope. Honestly. That's short. I, just, <laughs> totally I, know, rude, I mean, we've been all through it. As it yeah. stands, this hell is, of a job on its hands. Hell this, of a job. This, I think it's a relegation squad at the moment. Oh, no God. question. No mm. question about No question. Yeah. Mm. Um, question from William uh, for you Harry a few short and long term priorities for the new man short term probably is nice and easy um, win I think it's just <laughs> no, 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 try and not be too far behind by the time we get to Christmas by the time we get to the January window stay in as close a touch oh. as you can just to get there and then once you get there then he can he, he can take stock of the, of the situation that would be the main the main thing am i allowed to, i know we can't say lambert but the given the, the the rumors going around i had a quick look on the stroke forum which was interesting and i've got some small words of consolation i found one post which was interesting i have a very close friend paul who's a big stroke fan and he said no manager could have managed that group of players and no. we saw what's happened in the early part of the yeah. season it's um but he said they said about lambert he wouldn't waste. He wasted. He wouldn't have wasted. This is talking about Stoke. He wouldn't have wasted pre-season trying to integrate all our deadwood. He knew exactly who was no good. He would have narrowed down earlier his targets. And um, but it was clear uh, there. And and based on the weaknesses that he'd seen. So in other words, he's got very good player judgment. The problem he had there was, and this comes back to Marcus. He didn't have the backing of the board at Stoke to do what he would have wanted to do to completely re-engineer that squad. Um, surely, so, um, guys. Surely, any new manager coming in, in this with this squad he's inheriting, um, has surely been told by the owner, okay, look, it is what it is now. You've got to work work with what you've got now. 
But look, yeah. there will be some funds, and surely considerable, well, you know, reasonable funds to, be, to, yeah. um, to to do some business in January. Surely someone's that's got to, someone's got to come in with that remit. Otherwise, why would you come? Yeah, yeah. And on that, Dave, um, Jack asks, um, is it just to save us from relegation? I.e., is he going to be off as soon as we're down, <laughs> or does it fit some kind of the five-point marker seven's plan? Any thoughts on that? Well, obviously, obviously, initially, it's going to—he's he's, going—he's got the, the manager. Any manager's coming in has got to keep us up. Um, oh, don't get me oh, honestly. Any manager coming in now? What, what did McCarthy? McCarthy got that extra extra year, extra two years after. I'm pretty sure that was was it after the playoff or even before the playoff season. I, I can't. I, I can't recall. But yeah. yeah Look, mm. anyone, any manager coming in now who keeps us up is going to surely get rewarded with a with a contract extension. Yeah. I'd certainly thought. Statue outside Good Lord. Portman Road. <laughs> Sorry? That's maybe a statue almost. outside Portman. Honestly, almost. It's that yeah. big a job, I think. Uh, yeah. We'll do a couple more of these. A lot of them are of a similar theme. So, again, apologies for, for not reading all of these out. Um, Harry, um, Ben asks, are the players partly to blame? Uh... I think the the burden of this lies with the with with Hurst, the management team. I think it really does. I think I I in my angry moments I feel he's taken a baseball bat to that squad. What he inherited, he didn't put together. He didn't give them the balance to be able to fight effectively. Um, I I, I I'm struggling to put this on the players. I really am. I think they need support rather than um rather than an overhaul i think they initially just get you know and i'm not just saying you know they're they're, they're you know they're, they're professional footballers playing at a high level they're not kids they know what they're letting themselves in for and they you know playing out there get with 40 or what it was it 30 29,000 leeds fans baying at you last night that takes strong character but i do think for me it's not about reform it's about support at the moment for them it's yeah it's to me it's more on the management yeah. listen i you perhaps know this, and I, I don't. Of our loan players, we've got out on loan. The kids we've got out on loan, like the likes of Nyden, maybe not Manuel Morris, players, um, players like that. Uh, do, do we know of any of those? Many of those are on recall. I don't think they are. I, I think Morris is definitely not. I think we looked at Forest his hour Walters. He's Forest is, Green. Yeah. Is, is that what we need, Dave? Do we? I, no, I, no. I'm just saying, no, you no, know, just, a new guy yeah, coming in. Yeah. Is he going to take a look? No, I, no. You, you, I. I I totally agree with you because yeah. you know now is not the time to pitch these players in. No, it's not the time to pitch these young players in at all. But mm. you know, I just I just thought from a new manager coming in wanted to take a you know general oh, yeah. over squad. Um, yeah. I, I, you know, I don't know the answer to that, but yeah. no, I agree with you, Harry. No, now's not the yeah. time to, um, yeah. to. You can't pitch them in. Yeah. Can't pitch them. In. Right. I mean, I thought Dazelle Saturday. You know, yeah, you could still see. Okay, he wanted the ball. He looked for the ball, but against QPO, he just looked. He looked lost, didn't he? Absolutely yeah. lost. Didn't he? Mm. Let's do, I've said a couple more, one more each. Um, question for Dave. Um, Andy Grimes asks, the Hurst era was supposed to excite and unite the fans. Um, we've left bottom of the league with more discontent and division than ever. I think this is, how does the new manager fix this? I think it's the division. It wasn't appointment, it was sabotage. I'm convinced. Go on. It's, it's it? the division in the supporters because we obviously had a quite a divided supporter base when the previous, previous manager um, parted company. It's, it's really we, odd. Are we more divided yeah. now? Uh, no, I think the division is perhaps. I, I don't know. I think. I think certainly um, the Hurst appointment got a lot, a, a lot more fans back. Yeah, we know. We know of one. You know, good old Stat. He immediately came back. So I think certainly the Hurst appointment got more, more fans back. But I think he all the goodwill he built up. <laughs> <laughs> in the first few weeks, they say he lost fairly quickly. It's a, it's a really weird, 
when you look at it from the outside, it, 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 uh, Harry's right. It's, it's 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 almost laughable, really. It's just so Ipswich, isn't it? If ever yeah. a club <laughs> can find a way to shoot collectively themselves in the peak foot, Ipswich, it's isn't it? <laughs> And it's over and over and over again. It happens. Why? Why is it always our club? Yeah, Dave. It's make it up. It's like it's like one of those parties you have, and it gets out on Facebook. It gets out on social media, and people come around and they trash the house. And you come out of it and you think, Oh God, it wasn't even any fun. <laughs> no, honestly. Oh, yeah. So our last question, and we'll do a bit of a sum up and talk about Saturday because we still have a game on Saturday, guys. Um, from Dim Jen, I'm going to say your name is. Apologies if I've butchered that. Um, was the formation against Leeds an improvement? And do you think we have a greater chance of winning with it? And I guess I'll lead that into a question. Does he use it on Saturday, Brian Klug? Um, just just quickly, yes. The full, I thought the, the performance was just as abject as it was against QPR. But certainly the formation was better. It was a better balance. You've got to say that. It was a much better yeah, balance yeah. to the yeah. team. Yeah. So I can see that. Yeah. Uh, Harry, have you got anything to add to that? No, totally agree. Yeah, totally yeah, agree. And, and, yeah, yeah. I mean, what, what, who didn't play? Are we going to see likely see the likes of Dizel against Millwall? Doubtful starting. Mm. I'd like mm. to see Chalabar in there. I really would. I think Chalabar's got a bit to offer. Still Leeds fans had a really good chance for for yeah, Chalabar. His hair well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. was it? He's, I heard this. Yeah. He was getting some grief <laughs> over his hair, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. It was. Um, yeah, so, look, was, you know, I yeah. think Clues in charge, look, get get that game out of the way and then another two massive games, isn't it? Preston at home, big game, Reading away, my first yeah. away game this season. Um, yeah, and we you're committed now. Yeah, You've I'll, got the tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, let, let, I'm, I'm sure we'll go with the same similar sort of balanced lineup. But again, last night, we haven't perhaps touched on this, seven changes, seven. Yeah. All right, wow. it perhaps warranted it, but seven. Christ mm. almighty. It's a question I was going to, I'd love to ask Stas. I, I haven't had a chance to do the maths on it myself. What's the highest number of average changes? If you were to total up all of his games, whatever, 15 games times X number of, you know, between the 14 differences, what was the average number of changes per match? It must be a record. It oh, simply Paul must Joe be. Is good but at we that, certainly, I think we've oh. certainly used all right. players, haven't we? What was yeah, that? Yeah. I said Paul Joe was very good at that. Oh, he used to shuffle the pack, didn't yeah, he? he did. Regularly. Well, there you go, start. Every There's some homework for you to do for the weekend. So just, uh, oh. Harry, any thoughts on Saturday? Um, is it a game where we could just write it off or do we actually need to turn up? I don't know. It depends um, if if any potential new manager wants to have a word with Luke about what ideas to, to put in place. You know, it's a free hit in that sense. Um, it's... A, it's I, I can't see us winning it. I, mm. I can, you know, a two-one defeat. I can see. I think Millwall might give us something oh, back. But I think they've, they've, they've put tails up, and I can see them. I can, you know, I, I can't see them. I can't see them losing. They seem to be coming into focus. They're probably, the optimist in me says that they're, if we were where they were, they are in a month's time. I would be, emotional, <laughs> but I think if we are where they are. By Christmas, I think I will be happy. Put it that way. Okay. That's that's the amount of catching up we have Harry, to do. You, you, yeah. you were right. What you said earlier. We we just need whatever happens with the new manager. We just need to keep in touch. Come the January. Yeah. Come yeah. January the first. Yeah. You know, yeah. not be. But dare I say it? Six, seven, eight points adrift. We need to be yeah. there. Uh, yeah, yeah. Right. Um, Saturday. It was under, odd under Klug last year because we'd lose 4-0, then we'd win 4-0. Yeah. So, hey, you know, 
<laughs> well, maybe you'll see, um, yeah. maybe we'll see Paul Lambert do a Steve McLaren and waltz downstairs at ah, half time and change things for all or something. Yeah, exactly. You never know. Yeah. I, forgot about that. Yeah. I forgot about that. I mean, chances are that that would be the likely scenario, won't it? Because we understand Clues are to be in charge. And for what I'm reading, since we've been on air, what's happened? One thing and another that um, it looks like he's going to be appointed within the next day or so. So there you go. Yeah, we but shall we see. We shall see. Crikey. Gentlemen, we've got through a load of work there. Um, so thank you for your time. And again, thank you for everybody for your questions. Let's do a yeah, few plugs. You. I'll quickly mm. mention the channel. You can find us at Blue Monday ITFC on Twitter. Um, 16th of February, come and see us all chat um, about yeah. wherever we might find ourselves against Paul Lambert's former club Stoke as well. So there's a nice bit of parallel for you there. Um, you can find me at Ipswich on Twitter. Harry, do you want to tell us where we can find your blogs and your Twitter? You can find me on at Harry from Bath on Twitter, and uh, the I link the full Millwall preview notes up. Uh, they'll go up on TWT late morning lunchtime tomorrow, and I'll link them there so you get all the detailed breakdown of um, formations, etc., etc. Brilliant. Um, and Dave, yeah, where can we find you? Originally you any... on at, at David Diamond Three. Apologies, there was no history show this uh, um, this week. Stat was uh, Stat was busy working half term, but he was working. He assures me he was working. So that will be back uh, next week. Um, and I'm not. I've got a week off Sunday, so I'm not sure oh, nice. who's on with Ben on Sunday. You on Rich? I can't. I I've, I've, will. Well, we'll do a Paul Hurst and we'll chuck it up in there and see who's. He's on there on Sunday. Yeah. I don't Harry, think I'm I've not got, Harry, whenever I'm on with you, I've got a book of the week, mate. I picked another one. Here's my here's my book of the week. Can you are you seeing that? Are you Grand seeing Dad, that? What was football like oh, in the God, 1970s? I, I've seen a granddad like the 70s. I haven't read that, but now you've oh, got the a, making a note. It's, thank you. It's a, it's, uh, a, it's, a, it's a Sheffield went. It's written by a. Um, probably about my age. Sheffield old Sheffield Wednesday fan. Very good book. Recommend that one. Book of the week. Thank Me and you. Harry got a little book club oh, going. Oh, nice! <laughs> and I still, I still see you haven't sold the miracle of um, Sam, um, the Italian, the miracle of San Castello, whatever it's called. No, the, 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 this is this, this is my home. The, I'm oh, oh, my this, oh, I thought you were in the shop. <laughs> your oh no! Oh, goodness. Times no, are this, not that uh, tough. This yeah. Is my, this is my man cave. <laughs> I was going to say every time I see Harry, I'm looking out. Yeah. Christ, he's not shifting much stock, is he? No. <laughs> Shop. I'm glad to say. Oh no, these are. And I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't sell that book anyway. If anybody wants, uh, I have another one down on the book. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, mm. guys, thank you for that. Another uh, book mentioned that. Can Kevin I mention uh, book? Oh, go on, Harry. Go on. Yes. No, it's just uh, go ahead. No, go ahead. Mention the Kevin. Beattie I was going to say you can. That for, Kevin Beattie book. There you go. Thank you, Dave. They've uh, the author yeah. has reprinted it. It's available through Amazon on TWTD. So I've just got my copy of that. So looking forward to that. Go on, Harry. Fantastic. Yeah. It's a and, lovely uh, read. No, just what you were saying about Kevin Beattie, just briefly to wrap up uh, from my end. Anyway, the Kevin Beattie's funeral is, it's, uh, whenever you're listening to this, hopefully if it's before Friday afternoon, it's passing the ground at 2.30. I, I did want to say, in the middle of all the ferment and froth and the excitement going on this week, um, huge thing, um, in my bookshop tomorrow, and just give my thoughts to Kevin, his family, and everybody at the club. I'll, I'll be at Portman Road in spirit tomorrow afternoon. And anybody, wherever you are around the UK, wherever you're listening to this, sorry, around the world, wherever, up and pause, 2.30 UK time tomorrow, and his cortege will be passing the ground. And if you're, you know, if you're, if you're religious, do say a little prayer, but just keep, keep them very much in your thoughts then. It'll mean a lot to them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Fantastic. Uh, fantastic. Thank you. Well said. Harry. Well said, Harry. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Echo those yeah. sentiments. Brilliant. Yeah. But... Right, well, yeah, we'll, put, we'll put, leave it there. Uh, we'll, we'll end on 
you know, a bittersweet moment. Um, yeah. Thank yeah. you again for your time, yeah. gents, and hopefully Cheers, everyone guys. enjoy that. See you. And uh, we'll Bye. see you soon. Yeah. Bye. Have a good weekend. Bye. It's the promotion running. Everyone is gathered round to watch. The McNuggets share boxes are there offering much needed distraction. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, but in you swoop to steal the last nuggets and claim all three points. Oh, and there is the Harry Clark fist pump to celebrate. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurant. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.